You will sleep better than you have ever slept. You've never been this relaxed. Are you ready to change your life? I'm Rusty Diamond, certified hypnotist. You don't need to leave your house. You can stay in your bed. You can stay in your favorite chair. You just need a computer or your phone. You can get a hold of me. Stay at home. I'll make your life better. Hypnosisisgrade.com It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Miss Rusty, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to a new year, 2020, 2021, 2023, 2024. That's where we are, apparently. That's what they're telling us. That's what they're feeding us down our throats. That is 2024, but who knows what year it really is or what a year is. I don't know. So... Welcome to the p- podcast, public access podcast here on the Rusty Diamond Podcast Network. And with that, welcome. And my name is Rusty Diamond. And I feel like I'm a smart ass today. I'm in a smart ass mood, I guess. So this might be interesting. But it's not about me. It's about my special guest that I have on. And I have my special guest right here, right now. And my special guest is Roger Peters, a.k.a. Rook. How you doing, Rook? I'm doing great. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I I found out I'm in a smart-ass kind of mood today. So, um... you don't i don't know i apologize ahead of time if i get into a little bit of smart assery and that's okay that's that's where i shine so bring it on okay all right i like it i like it uh what what brings you into the world of smart assery is that have to do does it happen a lot uh, uh we're, we're gonna blame it on trauma as a child that's just how we react to things uh, okay. That's how my parents reacted to things. It, it, it's just, it goes in the family, you know. It does. And you're like, okay, well, let's just be a smart ass about it. And it, Sar- it helps Sar- out. Sarcasm is a language that was a necessity to learn uh, early on, for sure. Yeah. And look at where it got us today. It got us here onto the podcast game. And. Man, the the podcast game is wild. It's I don't know. I don't know where it, it uh really originated. I guess I do know where it originated, but I don't know how it came to be. And now it, a lot of people, everyone let's get get on the podcast game, which is cool. 
and I'm happy. And it kind of makes everyone have to step their game up a little bit. And I like that. I like that there's people doing that. And there's a lot more people who are willing to be on a podcast. And you don't have to go and be like, you want to be on my podcast? Oh, what's a podcast? I don't know. I I still deal with that from time to time. Uh, for for people that are just like, I've heard of these things. How do you do them? And then you get to explain the process for 40 minutes. It's great. Right. And you're like, well, in that time, we could have done a podcast. And... You know, um, how do you record your podcast? Do you do video or do you do? So, uh, yeah, yeah. So we uh, record live on Twitch uh, and then we go oh. through Streamlabs and do it that way. And then we upload to all the RSS feeds and YouTube and all that fun stuff for ours. Uh, so ours is ours is done live. So we don't really edit things, which is so nice because we tried to edit the first year and it just like took forever and we weren't good at it so we're just like ah you know what it's better if it's raw 99 percent of the time as long as they're not naked babies or people being pos's on uh the thing we're good to go right and that's kind of how i was too i i thought maybe hey i'll edit it especially when people started hearing it and they're like you need to edit this i'm like ah fuck it i'm not gonna edit a thing man i don't i'm not you, you want to edit it and they're like no nah, i don't, don't want to like it's your podcast. Like, okay, well, it's my podcast. I'm not editing it. And so, yeah, learn how to kind of do everything on the fly. And it's nice. I couldn't imagine having to sit here after each one and edit it, especially to, like, I know some podcasts, and it's great, uh, all the power to these people that will go and take out the buts and ums and uhs and <laughs> All that kind of shit or, you know, um, or bleep things or just do all this stuff. And it, it boggles my mind that they can do this. And yeah, I'm not one of those people. And plus, I don't want to lose the feel of a conversation. I don't want it to sound not natural to make it sound good, to make it sound crisp and clean and all that. Yeah, it's nice to be able to put stuff out in a in a day comparatively to three weeks. You know what I mean? Because you know, the, there's a uh, what's the time frame? I, a long time ago, I heard for, if you're doing really good editing, for every minute of screen time that you have, it's an hour's worth of editing work. But that's that's for like video editing. So you're taking and like adding effects and silly things and ha ha ha's and whatever to the your background, bleeping stuff like you said. Um, so it's way more detailed on what you're you're editing. If you're just doing the voice side of things. Not as not as crazy, uh, but I remember for for ours when we tried to do it. You know, we have an hour-ish long podcast most times, or at the least thirty minutes. You know what I mean? That's I don't want to put thirty hours worth of work into something that you know I'm just making myself not say um seventeen times. Right. Um. There. I mean, so that would be something I'd have to stop and like oh quick to then listen to that um and then get that sound part delete and then move on and be like uh okay now does it flow do i need a, a little buffer in here so it's not just it and right to the next word and yes, yeah exactly man exactly. i yeah i i applaud anybody who edits stuff i've tried editing video for stuff and it's a lot easier for me to hand it off to somebody else um and if i have somebody to do it else someone else to do it I'm happy. I'm a happy camper if I have somebody to edit my stuff. If I have to pay them, that's okay. 
you don't get many people who are like, oh, hey, man, I, I really want to get in on what you're doing. Uh, you don't need to pay me anything. Maybe sometime in this life that might happen. Uh, but I feel like pretty much any time someone wants to edit, they're they're going to be asking for some money. And which is which is fair, you know what I mean? Totally uh, fair. It's, it's a pain in the ass, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's worth my time to you know uh, and my money to go and pass it on to somebody else. Uh, yeah. I mean, even like if you look at the beginning of this episode, there's a commercial on here, and that thing like I handed off to somebody else to do because I didn't want to sit there and edit it and plus like with the podcast too uh i had a lot of people tell me oh you got to go and clip this shit out and um that would just i couldn't even imagine doing that that just so drove me uh, crazy on a on a note from that uh we for ours not that i'm very good about remembering to post them or save them or not but we have a, a couple different ai things that we use to to clip ours up to make uh shorthand videos for like TikTok and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it works really well. Um, you know, you can go through and edit stuff later to make it uh, closer to what you want, but like it'll have a narrative description and all this other fun stuff. Uh, if you don't mind if I shout them out really quick, they are uh, Clip It Opus. AI. Pro. Clip It uh, Opus. AI. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Opus is cool too, uh, but their processing times are a little bit different and harder to work with. These other guys are kind of new. Uh, and we know them personally. They're super, super cool dudes. What's um, it called? Uh, it, it AI. Let me make sure I'm saying that right and not being dumb. Oh, I um, love it. And uh, they, got, they, they just like they hear. just started going live and charging people for stuff, and their prices are relatively reasonable, at least in my opinion, for someone who's been searching and doing things for a long time. I personally love doing AI stuff. We augment a whole bunch of our business things with AI. So much so that I had to add a policy in our company policies about it, just so we're in the free and clear for if people get curious about stuff. Like what? Uh -huh. what um, so we're sure. So like uh, we use AI for framework for some of our writing stuff. You know, what I mean, we'll have uh, ideas printed out or be like, "Hey, we want you to write about this," and then we go through and edit it and change things and make stuff our own. Right? Um, we Fish. do AI. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then we take. Uh, uh, AI art is a big one for us. You know, I'm a terrible artist. My business partner is not a great artist. Uh, so we'll take AI art, make it as cool as we want with however many prompts it takes, and then we'll go through and edit it and like remove the weird fingers or you know make things look prettier, that kind of stuff. Uh, before we add it to our final works, you know what I mean. So it's not straight yeah. AI. It's you know AI based is uh, probably the easiest way to describe what we do. Um, you know, and if we find something that's like, wow, the yeah, I just literally just ripped somebody off, we remove that because you know we don't want to be taking people's artwork and claiming it as our own kind of thing. Well, so uh, now, uh, I mean, you got uh, Steamboat Willie just went into public domain. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be good. Side note, uh, I did say it wrong, sorry, it is autoclip AI, not clip it. So, autoclip.ai, uh, yeah, autoclip AI. Is there a uh, Give it a uh, rook um, in the thing to get a, you know, uh, some sort of a, a discount. No, not, not yet, but you know what? If uh, if you tell them I sent you, I'm sure they'll know who the heck you're talking about. Uh. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Yeah, I, I had to uh, bookmark that real quick. Uh, I got, yeah, those things, it's been nice, man. Like, because that's something, like, I don't want to go through each time after, especially after I finish the podcast, like, go back. What was interesting or, you know, like, or even like if I'm in the doing the podcast, like to mark something like, oh, okay, I'll write it down. Like, oh, this part right here would be a cool part to put into, uh, to make into a TikTok video or. Yeah. And uh, like I said, makes it really easy. We, uh, besides the, the auto clipping thing, you know, cause, uh, our long form videos that we do for YouTube every other week for the, the games that we play and whatnot are four plus hours. Um, or three plus hours, you know, they're long form videos, uh, and it goes through and makes a hundred clips for us to look through. Now, are all of them top tier, amazing quality? Yeah. But some of that's, you know, on us as actors and entertainers comparatively to what the, the AI is picking up. You know, they have a cool little rating system that's like, hey, this is what we would call super engaging, or this is, this is terrible, but we clipped it anyway. Uh, <laughs> and you can edit and change things and all that kind of fun stuff. So it's a, it's really a, a great system. They've put a lot of work into it, and I am happy to be one of those people that kind of like get to test things out for them. Um, and I mean, that's helpful. That's helpful for everyone. That's going to get their, their name out, and that's going to save you a bunch of time and that can save a lot of other people a bunch of time especially if they go hey i i heard rook talking about it uh you got to get your 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 thing on there uh the um what's it called the affiliate stuff affiliate affiliate yeah man yeah affiliate's an interesting thing man uh affiliate marketing uh yeah so uh when we first started the year, well, I shouldn't say when we first started, but about a year ago, we uh, joined a, a energy drink community. We we're super excited about it because they were our first sponsor uh, and whatnot. And we did a whole bunch of advertising. A whole bunch of our earlier videos has, uh, you know, links to their stuff and all this fun things. And I think we made a whopping dollar twenty-five uh, back from people buying stuff through our links. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, marketing was kind of. Unless you're here, you're just kind of whack. Yeah, but it was something, something I learned. Yeah, I mean, it was something, and it was a, a good learning experience. And we made plenty of friends and whatnot in the community that has kind of jumped us along. Because so, you know, some of our fun stuff is because we stream on Twitch. We deal with a lot of like video gamers, uh, comparatively to us who are tabletop gamers. And don't get me wrong, I play plenty of video games. I love video games, uh, and we do stream that on our channel every once in a while when I'm feeling frisky. But uh, generally, uh, you know, our streams are all people playing board games uh or tabletop games i should say um but what uh, we, oh, go ahead no i was gonna say what's the crossover between uh or the difference between a board board game person and a video game person oh um, so specifically for ttrpgs or tabletop role-playing games like D pathfinder starfinder uh stuff like that uh they are like the grandma of video games is the easiest way to think about it, right? Or the or the mom, whatever you want to call it. They are the base for most games underlyingly, right? Most computer programs are based on these systems, whether or not people realize it or not. Any turn-based game, basically in the background, rolls a 1d20 to see if you hit or miss, right? Or a d100 or something like that. You know, there's an internal program. You might not see the dice on the screen like you do in, like, Baldur's Gate or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that's what the computer's doing for you is rolling your quote unquote dice. Um, you know, so most of it is the foundation for most of these things uh, in the background. So that well, is what, the, what about the people? Like if you, you're, you're, you see someone 
uh, and you go, oh, that person's a gamer or that person, like a video gamer, or that person is a tabletop gamer. Is there usually something you can tell about the person? So that's the wonderful thing about tabletop games uh, is they can be anybody. Uh, you know, we we personally preach from five to ninety nine. As long as you can read and do math, you're good to go. Um, but uh, at end end of the day, there's not really, especially nowadays. I mean, there's really not a way to tell a difference between the two because they're so interchangeable. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a ton of crossover between the two groups of people because uh, there's just a lot of similar uh enjoyment levels you know what i mean you get the you st- get the same serotonin boost anytime you sit down and play a video game or dopamine boost while uh doing the stuff uh and it's just really people's time and interest you know video games you can sit down and play a match call of duty and we'll say 15 minutes right or you can play for eight hours right, right. whereas board games you're kind of like most of them are at least an hour to four hours to 24 hours you know i mean we've i've i've had uh, D&D sessions go on for multiple days, you know, back back in high school when I had way more free time, you know, we had, uh, I think our longest session was, oh, God, three days? Something like oh, that. Shit. Yeah, I mean, we took bathroom breaks and got food and stuff like that, but it was a giant end of the campaign session that we just kept going and going and going until the story was finished. Um, so how easy is it to cheat then at that point when you're going on three days? Like, are you oh. hiding shit? uh when you go up to leave or so that's <laughs> that's the the fun thing about uh ttrpgs is there's really no way to quote unquote cheat like you can lie about whatever you rolled for your dice right or fudge your rolls or things like that uh but because there's no quote unquote winning you're not fighting other people it's collaborative storytelling right uh is yep. the end goal you're really just cheating your own narrative right uh sometimes it's a better story if your character dies does anyone like it when their people die? No, no, no one likes to die. But sometimes it's a much better storytelling experience when you, the dice, the bad luck catches up to you and your heroic Yahoo just gets slaughtered because that's the way it goes. Um, you know, Game of Thrones has good examples of this where people just die, right? It's more true to life. Now, mind you, I feel like 99% of the time on Game of Thrones, it's a little artificial and like they're just ki- killing people for excitement value. Uh, but. Uh, in yeah. the stories that we're telling, people die. Things happen. You know what I mean? Uh, and sometimes it's quick and sudden, and sometimes it's a slow, arduous, been having a bad night kind of day. Uh, rolling all twos just finally gets you. you know? And so then what are you doing with... Uh... So, I mean, yeah, this has been a while. Like, you've been into tabletop gaming since uh, you were you were a wee little... We a, little, uh... a, wee t- a wee teenager, yeah. So I've been doing it for over 15 years now. Um, and I mean, I've been playing video games themselves longer than that. You know, I started a Game Boy when I was like seven or eight. You know, playing Pokemon and whatnot. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I've been, I've been, I've been connected to electronics for a long time. But as a teenager, I picked up D and D with the, my family. Actually, and we still play to this day. Uh, you and play with your you... family? I do. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, Holy my, shit. Uh, my, uh, my parents are the ones that taught me how to play, and we still play whenever we get a chance. Um, Like, we played this uh, this last weekend. Or, sorry, Monday? Monday. Yes. Yesterday? Oh, yeah. Couple, what day is it? A couple days ago? A couple days ago. Whatever uh, Monday it was. New right. Year's Day. Are you uh, we... still in the same house, then, doing oh, no, this? No, or are you no, guys no. all in your computer or yep, something? Yep, we did it online. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to say, that would be the part that would be... You know, with technology, you're able to do that now. You're able to. 
yep. be a little further apart. You don't want to have everyone in the same room and, uh, you know, you yeah, so three, four day of, ones. Yeah. Part of our business was figuring that part out, the, the getting the feel of everyone being at a table without actually being at a table together. Uh, and I like to say we did it pretty well. You know, I mean, when you play with us as a company, uh, you come in and play games and it feels like you're sitting at a table BSing with friends and family. If you've had that experience before, it's very familiar. It's just a little different. If you haven't had it before, you get a taste of what it could be. Um, so, you know, and then obviously we still do the in-person stuff where you're like hanging out with your friends and family if we're you know playing with locals and whatnot. But online is always an option and it makes life easier for some people. So as a company, people are finding you and are like, you're, you're like walking into their world. You're walking into their world and you're like, you guys, do you guys have your own slang and terminology and stuff? People come in and they're like. So uh, yes and no. So obviously there's acronyms like D&D is shorthand for Dungeons and Dragons, not Do Not Disturb. And we got to explain that kind of stuff. Uh, say, telling people what a TTRPG is or a tabletop role-playing game is like the first step. I always have to explain what that acronym is because I forget that not everyone knows what it is. Um, the the downside to having a niche business is you forget the terminology isn't worldwide for everyone to understand. Um, yeah. But so, yes, we, we go in and tell people we teach new people all the time. You know what I mean? If you have zero experience playing tabletop games, we got you covered. Um. We uh, we do little bazaars and whatnot, at least locally. So we've been playing this last year. We did a whole bunch of them, well, you know, one or two a month kind of thing. Whenever we got a chance, we pop up in a place, uh, play games and kind of give people introductions. And then, you know, sell all the fun dice and other fun things that come with playing the games. Um, but that's where we introduce a lot of people to what the heck they're doing. You know, they've heard of it. They've seen it on like Stranger Things or whatever. Uh, you know, they had that they were playing with the Demi Gorgon and whatnot in Stranger Things. That's a, a touchstone for a lot of people these days, you know, that or they're like, you guys are just nerds that play in the basement, right? And we go only if you have a basement and want to play there, you know, weirdos. Most of us play at the kitchen table, you know, like, I like civilized people. Up. Yeah. Have, have, sn- have, the... have snacks and stuff ready, you know, whatever. Right. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's different than yeah, different kind of. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, you don't call people up and be like, "Hey, man, you got a basement? You got a basement I could go hang out in?" Like, no, no, we definitely, we definitely don't ask people. Hey, you got a basement? How's it going down there? Is it, is it creepy and damp yet? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. We uh, we we don't do that. We make it as comfortable for the people that are playing with us as possible. Um, you know, we work with businesses too. Um, so uh, like we focus on building shit. Yeah, exactly. Employee retention and like retraining owners how to interact with their employees. Because, you know, we've noticed as both employees for other people and just like from all of our friends and family that just like companies don't seem to care as much these days, right? They, they, they've they kind of uh, made people numbers, right? You got to have 10 employees that are employees one through 10. You might know their names, but you don't care about what they're doing or who they are or stuff like that. Uh, so we right. introduce our, our stuff as a fun way to reinvigorate the care on both the employee side and the employer side uh, oh. uh, for, for through gaming, right? So it's disguised as fun after work or during work activities uh, that you can get stuff and things, uh, depending on how you set it up, because we like to customize from top to bottom. That's, you know, another shtick for us is making things as uh, complex as you need it. Um, but the to get that retention back, to get that company loyalty on both ends, right? So as employees, sometimes it's like it's really easy to jump where the money's at and just go there because they're paying better. 
it's really easy right. to do that when the boss doesn't know your last name. Yeah, and I mean, there's been jobs like, I mean, peace of mind is worth a lot of a lot of fucking money in a right. job. Um, I mean, I've had jobs where I've made more, and it's just like I can't fucking do this anymore. Like this is driving me crazy. These people, like, I don't like them. Like, I, it's it's not worth it at the end of the day to to stay there and it's just get something there's gotta be something else there's gotta be something else and uh, I'll take a little pay cut to take care of that but um, I mean right. so are you when when you have these games with uh, companies are you have something like oh we're gonna get everyone to play D&D or do you have like some game where it's like you kind of so, have it set towards it when it's a company like that. To... So it really depends on company time and how they want to manage things. D&D is relatively easy to teach, especially with the new 5th edition and so on and so forth. Uh, it's popular and lots of people tend to know it. But we do way more than just D&D. We do uh, like seven or eight different systems that we're quote-unquote certified in. Uh, what, what do you we, mean quote-unquote? Well, we certified ourselves. So we are okay. we so like we have a standard that we have if you're good enough to basically teach other people how to play, you get certified with us. We have a little certification program in the company itself. So if you want to be certified with us, comes with a handy dandy little uh not placard, that's not the right word. Certificate, that's the word I'm looking okay. for. Uh cool. as you're doing stuff and things, uh you get you know, certified and then once you hit our tier three, whatever, you're basically good enough to work for us. We contract people out, stuff like that. Um, oh shit, okay. Yeah, it's cool. Not super utilized yet for a company because we're still babies over here, but whatever. Yeah, um, you set the groundwork. Exactly. Um, but with our certification, we have you know a guaranteed, hey, there's a set quality standard, so on and so forth. Um, and then we uh, present those to those businesses and be like, what is the best fit for you? Um, Time-wise, what you want to do, so on and so forth. Again, D&D is easy and we have a lot of stuff for it, but if they want to play like with robots because their company is, you know, a electronics based robot building company and it's way more on theme or uh, they want to do a modern day thing. They want to take literally their employees from the office and turn them into characters on a board, whatever. You know what I mean? We'll figure it out and get it pushed out to whatever system is most appropriate for them uh, and what their time is. And then we change how we do stuff. So generally like uh regular you and five, three friends, right. Come to us to play D and D. Uh, and we do a four-hour long session, right? For businesses, because four hours is a long time to dedicate either before or after work, um, we might break it up into a week of playing where at one hour at work every day you're playing, right, to do this little adventure. Oh, okay. Um, or, you know, we'll have super short mini sessions that are only an hour long, so we modify rules and things to make stuff easier. So it's not necessarily d d it's just D&D-esque um to to shorthand things you know and that's all stuff we talk with the employers and get figured out ahead of time so it again fits their time their schedule their employees wants needs desires uh whatever's best for them so with ai Mm -hmm. what uh have you been testing ai hey help me create a game uh, is that um, something that, that comes out ever uh, and like so, get some back and forth in there? Yes. Yes and no. Um, so 
great example is our theme song that we have that we play before every one of our podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, we I did it all through AI and you know text prompted whatever edited it and then re- put it into an AI vocalizer and music crafter thing and then that that's it that's the song. Cool. Uh, and so it's all crafted there. As for like making a whole system, I don't think I would trust it. As someone who's played a lot of different systems and seen the shortfalls and uh, and the benefits of doing it. Yeah. Uh, it would be much easier for me to write and do. Do we use it to make random lore for characters or like character concepts or things like that? As a base, sure. As a final product, no. AI is really not at a point yet where it is gives enough human element to things to polish stuff well enough. I mean, it's too repetitive, too formative uh, to make things feel super real. And I mean, even even the good ones, they, they're, they're much better and they can write any kind of formulaic document you want. So like if I need a template for something, AI all the time. Yeah. Um, and then you go through and fill stuff out and go from there. Um, but if I wanted it to write a whole lore on a planet kind of thing, I think it would uh, come to a place where it just like sounded too repetitive and too familiar. Uh, you know, and it just genericizes too much. Now you can obviously make stuff that is uh, way more pointed and be like, I need this point, this point, this point all filled out to make stuff feel more uh, fluid or connected. You know what I mean? So it's not so formulaic uh, by giving it the specific prompts you need, right? Or starting with the base and then, you know, prompting it out to where you get a final product that you're happy with. Uh, but most stuff, right, uh, is only going to write a page or two at a time. Uh, and you'll have to restart on prompts and things like that from there. Uh, so having it write a whole book, you know, most TTRPG uh, source books are a couple hundred pages, would be a lot to do um, for AI currently. Could they do it in the future? Sure, they could. I don't think they'd ever do it as good as a person, right? I, I wouldn't trust an AI to write up a whole book all by itself and then publish it as is, but eventually. Um, I'm a very big uh, fan and proponent of it. I, I hope the best for it. I hope it makes our lives easier. I know it co- that comes with a lot of hey, we're going to lose jobs and things like that. But generally, when you lose jobs, you're going to find new ones, right? You just got to change with the times. Um, right. You know, uh, the biggest thing is like having a hard time telling the difference between real made by people and real made by AI. Doesn't matter. Um, well, sometimes, right? Um, I'd rather pay a real person for their time and effort than to pay a computer that just regurgitated Van Gogh. Uh, you know what I mean? But yeah. that doesn't negate I might need a picture that looks like Van Gogh and the AI does it perfectly comparatively to Yahoo number 275 online uh, that does a pretty good job. That's close, but they have their own flair. Um, right. So it's really just actable and what, what we're using the purposes for. And I mean, if it's something that needs to look okay or passable yeah. or you know, actually copy someone really well, I'm going to jump for AI stuff, whereas I want some new and creative and exciting that's a soulful gotta talk to a person so, so uh, back to steamboat willie uh okay well well i mean i love the fact that like this has been i've been waiting so long for this and like i'm i feel like i'm at a almost a creative block because there's too many things going through my head right now and i don't know i don't know what other people are doing right now and what other people but i mean there seems like there's everything going on right now and how yeah, much you have to like how much you can really change before it starts getting into you know turning into Mickey Mouse or anything that's still copywritten. But um, yeah, being able to 
do stuff with anything Disney's been something that <laughs> been waiting a long, long time to do. And I mean, the stuff that I'm seeing right now is pretty great. And I don't know. I mean, even with AI, what AI's kind of been able to do with it so far has been nice. But like with art stuff, like I can't, I can't do art worth shit. Uh, it's nothing that I'm good at. But I can tell AI, like, hey, I want. I don't know. Probably some of the stuff I can't. I want to do. I probably can't because I don't think AI would allow it. But I mean, a lot of the stuff probably could could do, and then maybe put text in there too. Uh, Got to make those memes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, memes all day, and it's it's okay now, and it's it's weird. It's it's something that I am happy that it's. <sighs> able to get out some um i don't know because yeah disney is a whole thing and i i have thing indeed yeah um so i i think uh with the the patent copyright stuff for that finally going out the window with steamboat willie and then being able to uh commandeer some of the imagery and all that fun stuff i think there'll be enough pointy haha with it that people get it out of their system soon enough, kind of like they did with the Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Uh, and Superman, you know what I mean? The OG Superman is now public domain. Yeah. Um, so you can basically do anything you want with the, the original artwork. Um, but I think after the excitement comes off the first couple of weeks, it won't be that big a deal. You know what I mean? There, there's, there won't be any brand ruining craziness that comes from Steamboat Willie. Will we poke fun at Disney for, for all the Disney stuff with, the image of Steamboat Willie instead of Mickey Mouse? Of course, because we can. Um, but end of the day, I don't think it's going to hurt anyone. You know what I mean? No one's going to make a movie about would-be Mickey Mouse uh, that is going to cause more damage than what the current company is doing anyway. So, Right. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's a good point there. And it's... It's... Yeah, like I think they're gonna make uh there's some what was it? Some it was a video game I think they were talking yep. about making with Mickey or with Steamboat Willie where he's yep. a, a killer. They're making like I think eight games of it or something. Oh or... I'm so uh eighty eight or whatever. The uh the yeah. There's something silly that's coming out. I saw that this morning as well. Um cool. Fun. Again, it goes back to the the like Winnie the Pooh horror movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you uh, see that? I have not watched it personally. I'm not a big horror no. movie fan. So me neither. Uh, it's it's a funny concept and it makes me giggle on the inside. Um, that's but, about all it needs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, then that's all they're going to do with this stuff because they and then you, know, you move on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It'll it'll be popular for a little bit. If it's a great game, sweet. You'll have a fun new character. Uh, but end of the day. It's it's more of aha, look what we can do, and then you move on. Um, you right. know, if those developers do really well and it's super fun and exciting, and they get to do it with other characters in the future as they come out adding wise, sweet, congratulations, developer, you found your niche, kick butt, take names. Yeah. Um, but for most people, I don't think it's going to matter. And uh, so I mean, like with the other AI stuff, like with with uh, like with music. I mean, there's been mm -hmm. like you were saying, like just been able to put a prompt in, like it's. It's awesome. Like, I mean, I can, I like, and spend so much time making a song, but then I can make a song also in 
a minute and a half and um it's probably better the this podcast i could go and get rid of myself right now and do one of those uh i forgot i don't know what you call it where like you basically the... able to clone yourself sort oh, of like yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So basically, you have an AI replicate what what you are and throw it out as the would be host that stands there and asks all the important questions to whoever's actually right. there. Yeah, but I, I mean, and I bet it, I could do better than I could right now. But I enjoy doing this, so <laughs> I still do it. And you know, uh, the I, the advantage of it being a computer is it can talk computers and knows what the heck it needs to to output to be successful. Yeah. Uh, whereas w- us, we're guessing 90% of the time. We don't get to look at the codes and be like, ah, this is what the thing needs to be successful. Right. And yeah, I I don't know. Because then I, I've also done things like where I did this once, but I didn't go and do any of these when I went and talked to the person. Um, I did, okay, look up this person, uh, you know, Google them. Uh, write me 10 questions, interview questions about this person. And like the stuff that came up on it was pretty good, but it was nothing that I would never want to ask someone. Okay. They were, but that's, that's the charm of the, you know, I I love it, using chat GPT for those kind of conversational stuff to be like, Hey, what's like 10 cool interview questions or Hey, what's a, uh, what's a uh, 10 ways to, to talk about a subject or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you ever use their name? Uh, what do you mean? Sorry. Who's like, name? if you you put like, uh, what what are ten interview questions I could ask Roger Peters? Oh, I have honestly never tried it like that. I could. I just I it's... generally don't. Spe- really? Okay. I I try to not do that because there's enough internet privacy. I keep it generic as possible. Also, I use it a lot for like. Uh, Facebook group interaction stuff. So like interactive posts where I like, I don't want to write 27 ways to make yourself feel better in the morning. Hey, I make this and I'll edit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that is way better and easier for content creation and can go much faster than me typing things out for 40 minutes to get a 10 second post that four people are going to interact with. Uh, you know, what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, the amount well, of effort got- and excitement uh, for those kind of things is uh, an interesting ROI to say the least. But I mean, you got people that are interacting with your posts, mm-hmm. and that's that's something. It's something, right? And that, it's important. It's important to have the interaction with people yes. uh, in in your posts, and and you can put out stuff all day, and there's no interaction. Like, what what is? What's the point? Yeah. What exactly. is the point? But maybe it down the line, it might be so, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, there's all this, uh, but. I don't know, man. Content creation is crazy, and I, but I mean, it's something that is so strong now. It's so important to have the content, and what what you can. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy how if you don't have it, you disappear, especially in an online marketplace. Uh, yeah. You might be able to get away with some local stuff, um, but. Uh, because of how interconnected our world is these days, uh, not having an online presence is basically business suicide. Unless you have something that prints you money, uh, not having some kind of social media doing something is basically asking for people never to find you. Yeah, and which could be good if that's what you're going for. Right, yeah, yeah. But, if you're trying to be sneaky. Yeah, if you have a business, then yeah, it's it's hard to 
not you know put everything online and it's hard to put everything online like i don't know i i go back and forth a lot i'm like i could just drop off and be totally offline but it's like well i got got all this other stuff i gotta do online all, <laughs> all my shit's online so that's where pe- people aren't gonna come knocking on my door you know, rusty what do you what's going on today i don't know man i fucking know i don't know <laughs> um how i mean so are you on making it like a point for every day to be on and doing content creation or um you know? for the most part so like uh, our tiktok was a big focus for me last year uh getting to a thousand plus followers so i could go live go was, live uh mm-hmm. was super important for me and i did it we got it we got there eventually um, it wasn't, it wasn't instantaneous. It took us several months and lots of me posting two to three times a day and all that fun stuff. Uh, and now I go on there once a week and apologize for not posting all week, uh, kind of thing. Uh, I've gone live a couple times, uh, and just like, I haven't had a need to go on there. You know what I mean? Not that TikTok is dead by any means. It's just been, I've been doing 4 billion other things and don't have time to make a you know five minute video that I talk about the complexities of why rolling a D6 is better than rolling a D8 or something silly like that, right? Right. Um, so the so, the want yeah. and desire for that, you know, I've done a lot more interactions with like our podcast post and getting people to jump on the podcast with us and go through our the you know, pre-podcast interview stuff that we do. Uh and the just the doing the job, you know, I mean making our website look nice and selling and doing product and doing the product relation things, you know, a lot more of that has been going on recently after the social media stuff, but I do make it a point to interact with our groups, our discord things. I try to post, you know, at least once a week in our discord to be like, Hey, this is what we're doing. Check this out. You know what I mean? Uh, Besides the automated post. Yeah. We're, we're still alive. Come talk to us about silly stuff. Uh, you know, cause that's where our community, where our family is, all that fun stuff is on our discord channel. Okay. Uh, But we also have like the Facebook page. We have the Instagram. We I hate Instagram. BT dubs. Just like, yeah. With passion. Uh, but you have to have one because that's where people are at. Um, we have a LinkedIn. I have a LinkedIn that I visit once every six months and go, ha, 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 I forgot about this. Yep. That's still kinda, there's people on here on the podcast who are guests on the podcast who are all about LinkedIn and they're like, post something on there. Like, okay. And I'm like, oh, yeah, LinkedIn. What the fuck is LinkedIn? Like, who are yeah. these people? Who's on yeah. here? We 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 have so many social media stuff across the board for all the things, right? Because that was a big thing for us. Because we're an online business, we want to be where the people are, which is online. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but there's so much. Like, if I spent the appropriate time needed for each one of those sites to make them all successful, my entire day would just be social media stuff. I wouldn't be able to do any of the business side of things. I wouldn't get to play games. I wouldn't get to you know do the things that make us money. I'd just be posting on stuff and interacting with things to get my followers up. So uh, where's AI the, with that? Um, when, so, when you get into that and how with that, your, your people like that. And cause that's, I'd like, if I can do that, fuck yeah, dude, you guys can talk right. to my AI all you want. Um, so it's getting there. Um, I, I know some super awesome people in the AI field that are, are, kicking button, taking names with like getting the cold call sales done and having ways to replicate yourself as a salesperson and send it to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, send it to real people. You know what I mean? If you're selling high value ticket items, you know, and five grand plus things and you're trying to make sales as often as possible without being the person doing the actual sales until it's the time to, you know, write stuff up or whatever you need to do for your business. I got yeah. people that do that and they're great. 
only downside for us as a company is they they cost more than we can afford right now. I mean, that's a it's a really cool concept, and once it gets there, it's gonna skyrocket and make things amazing. But at the moment, it's priced as such because you know that's how it is, right? Yeah. Um. So it's out there. There's plenty of cool things that are doing a great job. the The issue is you're gonna have to pay for them right now. You know what I mean? They're not accessible to everyone. Um, because you know the people that have been working on them have put you know a third of their working career into said program or the last six years or whatever their thing is, right? Yeah. Uh, so they get paid what they're worth. Um, and until it gets successful and excited and it can go everywhere, it is what it is. Uh, you know, we made it on a uh, TV show our first year in business called The Blocks, and it's an entrepreneurial uh, show. And we tout this as much as we can because we love it. They're great people. We've met so many super cool entrepreneurial people in The Blocks themselves. Uh, you know, it's on Prime now. Uh, I think they started season six and seven are on there. I, heck, they might even be up to eight. Um, and then they're streaming season nine on Facebook or wherever else they stream it on and on the okay. website and all the fun stuff. We were season four, so we were before all the cool stuff happened um <laughs> we were the the first season that had like 60 uh, uh people in it instead of 30 um so we were the first quote-unquote big group uh so that's been interesting and so uh, you, you know, do on it what we do on it well we did we did uh all kinds of fun stuff so it was it was a um what's the best way to describe the the, the blocks uh so it is a reality tv show Right. So they're filming real people doing inter real interactions and they have their conversations and, you know, they'll pull people off the side to have a this is what I think about today or, you know, that kind of thing. You know, what I mean? sure. Um, but it's all about business stuff and like the ways to teach and learn and grow. And like so if you're a business person and you want to learn something super cool, go check out the box. Go watch it really quick. Season one, season whatever. Go check them out. They're all worth uh, watching and spending the time on because uh, you'll learn something. Right. Um, I think for our season. Uh, we were on there for a whopping five minutes of the total season time or something silly, but we're in every intro because apparently we sounded good with our exciting, hey, we're so happy to be here speech. So you see us every time you, you turn it on, which is great, but uh, it's whatever. Uh, but, that's uh, awesome. No, it, it's super awesome. It's a great resource. Again, the people that are there are, if you're a business person or entrepreneur, they are family almost instantaneously. So you'll get and click with as many people as you can super fast, which is great. Um, but being there was just, uh, like a week long class is the easiest way to think about it. Okay. Um, so it was yeah, just continuous learning, continuous, uh, testing ideas and thoughts out, you know, like one of our big things we got there is we changed our first name, right? Uh, our original name that we went there was Apprentice Hero Helpers LLC. And it's still our corporate name. Uh, but like we're Epic Sages now, you know, Epic Sages is a much better name. Now we did have a name in between those two that I, uh, it was a no-go. It was Sages Inc. INC, like incorporated, but it wasn't incorporated with just INC shorthand. That is a no-no. You cannot have that as a business. If you're an LLC, you cannot have incorporated in your name. Surprise, surprise. So we had oh. to get rid of that one and we morphed into Epic Sages. Uh, and that's what we've been for a year plus now. Um but that was a you know, one of the things we discovered that we needed to do because you know, as us thinking about our stuff and things. It was like, oh, this is a really cool name. It means something to us as a company. It's you know has has significance for us as people, but it's a mouthful, and people are never going to remember a you know one letter uh, name for a random company that teaches people how to play D and D and their TTRPGs. Right. 
Um, man, I keep every time we say that there's a uh, there's a show, Trailer Park Boys. Uh, I don't know if you've <laughs> yes, I, I know Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's one where they. Uh, what is it? Uh, they the trailer park supervisor of the year, and it's the uh, man. It's the the I can't remember that the whole. There's a whole long acronym for for trailer park supervisors and assistant trailer park supervisors. But every time you say that, I always think of that like you know. Uh, oh, got a got a shithead jumping up here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. No, that's okay. Yeah, mine are, mine are hiding in the background out of the way. I got I got dogs, and they are a oh. constant background do- noise. Dogs and children, the loudest things possible. Yeah, but yeah, do they ever uh, end up on on your shows or any of your your stuff? Or how's that work? Do you... Oh, for sure. Un- unfortunately, sometimes they pop in. So they're generally the reason I have to edit stuff out because they'll run into the room naked or like just be loud and obnoxious. Um. Yep. I can't tell you how many times my daughter will come in while I'm in the middle of an interview and be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I love you, child. Go away. <laughs> Hold on a little bit. Camera off. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I intentionally don't throw my kids online as much as possible. Um, I do every once in a while because they're on there and people are going to see them. But, uh, you know, as a parent in today's age and un- an understanding of the Internet that I have. Yeah. Uh, I try to keep them off as much as possible. I understand there's a lot of weirdos on there that I just don't want them interacting with at this point in their lives. Right. And man, like I, I see like someone said a long time, like not a long time ago, like maybe like a year ago, which in the internet is a long time ago, um, right. about like when are some of these kids going to like start suing their parents for, you know, yeah, what, whatever. You, you, Using them as like uh, prop pieces for their their shows and whatnot. You know what I mean? Right. You made you made four million dollars because your son is cute and said cute things, and you had an entire series all about him and your popularity rose. Blah blah blah. So you owe him a million dollars because you didn't actually pay him. Uh, yeah. You know and that kind of stuff. I'm not I'm not so worried about that for my children, but I'm sure it's going to be a thing. You know what I mean with yeah. everyone being online constantly and uh, using children for clout reasons or you know whatever. Uh, it's gonna happen. Uh, but or yeah, like some sort of emotional damage or some shit, or you know, I'm sure. I I don't know, man. Like it's fucking crazy. Like to, um. But I mean, yeah, some of the stuffs like, what I mean, what were we trying to do? Like it's I I don't know because yeah, like with yeah having the kids as clout and uh, the kids making the content and. But who knows, man? Maybe it'll be good for some of them. Some of them right. seem like, dude, I've been on since I was a baby. I'm fucking I'm yeah. Who, show. Who, who's who's the kid that was like sells toys all the time? Uh, Ryan something or other, right? Oh, okay, yeah, like his, Ryan's his, World or some shit. Yeah, something like that makes uh, way more money than most adults, and all he does is play with toys and whatnot. Now, is he recorded twenty four seven by his parents? Yes. Uh, you know, I think they've substituted that in the last couple of years by like having animations and other things drawn. So it's not just him recording in all their videos or whatnot. But I know when my daughter was a kid, he was a, she's still a kid, but when she was little, little, uh, and I let her on YouTube, she was always on his videos watching his stuff. What is uh, it about his stuff? That's... Yeah, it, so they just take those toys that are like 
super kid focusy stuff and they make oh this is so cool so exciting look at this it does the squishy noise or you know what I mean whatever it right. ticks the little boxes in the kids brains that make them go I want I need this is the thing that they get excited about luckily my kiddo was uh, relatively good about not asking for the things then it's unfortunately now as as she's gotten older she goes to the store and wants everything uh, <laughs> downside of letting them watch those videos they are very consumer positive uh, and I am working on the whole figuring out frugality for a six-year-old. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Um, you can't spend yeah. your, your would-be allowance on uh, a toy every time we go to the store. It's not okay. Yeah. And, it's, you, can, and you can't really say this toy's stupid. Like, <laughs> oh, you can't. I, I, I tell my kid all okay, the time. Okay, good. Like, this is just a, this is a waste of money. Stop. Put it back. Yeah. You want this something good? Hold on. Yeah, what well, this is this is a five dollar toy that'll make it five minutes in the car, and then you're gonna forget about it. Uh, you know, what? you could, if you want this, we can go to McDonald's and you get a Happy Meal at the same time. Uh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, as long as you're happy. If you're not happy, you don't get a Happy Meal. Right. If you're if you're paying pain the butt, those nuggets are mine. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> all of them. You're gonna all, all you're four gonna, nuggets. They're going all in four nuggets, tummy. man. They're, yeah. <laughs> Those are my nuggets now. Um, For the record, I don't steal food from my children. That is a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, not yet. Not yet. Wait until they can get up to like start buying the 10-piece nuggets and stuff, and then, then you can start taking a little tax. Yeah, yeah, dad tax. That's that's not stealing. That's, that's yeah. uh, you know, teaching them early on that taxes are, taxes are theft, and they should avoid it when possible. Wahaha. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where, where are people going to find you uh, to, you know, if you need to uh, take their chicken nuggets or if uh, maybe they just want they just want to find you and uh, follow you or work with you or whatever they want to do? How are they going to do that? Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, like I've mentioned a few times before through here, uh, I own a company called Epic Sages for a TTRPG hosting site. So you can find us at www.epicsages.com and that'll get you to the website. We're also on all the social medias, basically anything you can think of. We're on there somewhere under some variation of Epic Sages. Uh, You can watch us on Twitch. We have a YouTube channel uh, where we produce content. We have our own podcast uh, that we do every other Friday that's done live that you can either watch or come back and check out on Spotify or wherever you find podcasty stuff. It's under uh, TTRPG Classrooms, uh, or ep- sorry, Epic Sages TTRPG Classrooms, uh, and it's got like, we're on season four at this point of that, so it's been going on for a bit. Um, But yeah, we're season? always... Uh, what's the season? It, so our seasons are defined by arbitrary things, like our names changing, or us changing the time of when the podcast is, or uh, I try to do about 20, 25 episodes per season is the thought. Okay. Um, that way it's, you know, we're a, a year or half a year's worth of, uh, shooting in a season. Yeah. Um, okay. is the thought is the plan, all that fun stuff. Um, do we stick to that schedule? Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Epic Sage is where you're going to find us. Uh, me personally, Roger Peters. Uh, but I go by Rook online. That's my fun little nickname. Uh, we have a discord community. If you're into discord, um, we have dots and link trees and all that fun stuff that I'd be happy to share with you post show that you can attach to things if you want. I have um, 
Yes. And it's yes, going to be in the show notes. <laughs> Good. Wow. So you can just uh, click and link right there. Yes, and it'll, and it'll get to all of our fun stuff. Um, I'm always happy to answer emails and whatnot. Uh, rook at epicsages.com is our email for me. Um, if you want to get our catch-all everything, it's just sages at epicsages.com. Uh, we'll get to us, and we'll answer questions, comments, concerns. We work with anybody, anywhere. Um, prices are what they are for whatever you need. We have about 4 billion things that we sell and do, so we can we can make things exciting one way or the other. Um, but yeah, that's where you find us, www.epicsages.com is the website. Probably the, the coolest thing to check out. Cool. Hey, thank you very much for yeah being on. Great getting to meet you and talk with you and everything else uh, that yeah, it was lots of fun. Is here, man. You know, yeah. Um, cool. Well, I uh, hope you have a rest of your day. Uh, rest of your day. Hope you have a rest of your day. Hope I you have a rest me too. Dang it. Hope you make it to midnight, man. Hope you make it to <laughs> J- or January fourth. Right. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Hope you have a fucking great day, man. So. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hey. Well, uh, you take it easy, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon. All right. All right. This is. All right deuces 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 so thank you everyone for listening on the rusty diamond podcast network this is the public access podcast and that is the show man boom It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker.